Hot. Hello and welcome to another episode of Andrew's Philosocast. Uh, we're just doing a series at the moment uh, based on careers, uh, just because we're aware that a lot of the school leavers in, in year 11 and year 13 might not have got the, the programme that they would normally have got uh, due to this, this, this lockdown. So um, we're putting the, the philosophy talk on hold for a little while and just having a chat with people with a, a varying, uh, varying career paths just so you can get a bit of a bit of a taste for what their what their their profession's like and whether it is something that would interest you or not. Um, I'm going to introduce you now to a very good friend of mine called James Withington, who works for the Northeast Ambulance Service. Uh, James, how long have you have you worked there for? I've been working there for just about three years now. Right, James. Thank you very much. Um, Quick question for you here then. Um, what's your what's your average day like whilst uh, when you're working working for the Northeast Ambulance Service? Well, uh, it's uh, in my role. I'm a uh, I'm a call handler um, or health advisor is, is a technical term. But uh, it, uh, so what I do is I take the the nine 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 and the one 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 calls that mm-hmm. we receive in the service. Um, so we're not patient facing. We're not actually out there dealing with, with uh, the, the general public on the ambulances or anything like that. We're the guys, the first port of call, so if you ever needed our assistance on 999 or 111, you would come through to one of us guys. So we work in the control centre, um, and there's a couple of different control centres across the region, um, and we cover the entire region from Upper Berwick, the border of Scotland, right the way down to border with North Yorkshire, down sort of Darlington Way, down Richmond Way, that sort of area, so mm-hmm. we cover a, a, a wide array of the uh, of the region. Um, for an average day, so your first thing you come in, even, even before this whole uh, coronavirus uh, pandemic <laughs> kicked off, the first thing you would do is you would uh, wipe down the workstations, because we don't get our own offices, we don't get our own work space designated, we are we'll be a hot desk, mm-hmm. which means you, you come in and you take whatever desk is free. That you can get onto whichever computer that is, is available because obviously we're a 24 7 365 business yeah. you can't have your own bagsied uh <laughs> bagsied computer or workstation or your own set of drawers or anything like that so you just come in you've thoroughly wiped down the other workstation ready to get going log in and then you you got your headset on and then you, you log in your phone and then away you go just uh and you can be taken taking any, any call from the moment you start really um, so I mean when you say what's your what's your average day it's uh, it's there's probably no such thing as an average day <laughs> in terms of, of what you do receive because anything could come through on the end of that phone line you know it could be from someone on a 111 call one minute calling about the, the, you know lost a fill in or you know got an ingrown toenail and then literally within seconds you're doing CPR with somebody over the phone who's just uh, been in a six-car pile-up on the A1, you know, it's it, the, the variety that you get from uh, throughout the day is, is kind of pretty, pretty huge, but it's, it's also one of the big upsides of the job, but the interesting side of the job is that there's, uh, you just don't know what you're going to get every day, there's no sort of routine uh, calls that you just know you're, it, oh, well, it's it's a Monday morning, we're going to get this kind of call on a Monday morning, I'm going to get this kind of call on a, on a Tuesday lunchtime or whatever. It's uh, It could be anything coming in at any time. 
Thanks, thanks very much, James. Uh, sounds sounds interesting. Sounds interesting. Um, a different question for you now. If you were um, if you were your boss and you were looking to take on someone to do your job, what sort of qualities or, or dispositions would you be looking at uh, from someone to do to do your your job? Uh, well, the the first thing, obviously, you need to be uh, an outstanding communicator. Mm-hmm. So you need to be obviously good at talking on the phone and confident talking on the phone. But just as important, um, really, which is kind of people don't necessarily think about all the time or, or is possibly overlooked is you need to be a good listener mm-hmm. and you need to have you know I guess what you call like 2020 listening skills because you could be hearing all, all sorts going on you know people could be calling in very very panicked very stressed very very noisy chaotic situations you've got to have your, your listening skills um, tuned uh, tuned to the max to be able to understand what's going on and try and assess the situation and find out what needs uh, what needs doing. Um, so your communication, both your verbal communication and your listening skills are key. But I think also the, the biggest thing is you need to be empathetic yeah. and you need to be compassionate um, because oftentimes people are calling you in their, in their darkest hours. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, uh, there's a, they, they could be calling with uh, you know, some potential deaths of, of loved ones or, or they could be in themselves fearing that they're going to be in, uh, in, in serious trouble there and needing help and you've got to be able to uh, to deal with that and to respond to that and, and, and treat them as compassionately as possible um, yeah I think you need to obviously be, uh, be diligent and hard working and yeah. just always wanting to always wanting to do your best for the uh, for the guys on the, the service users on the other end of the phone you know thanks very much James that was that was very detailed very interesting and um, it sort of leads on to our next question here. What aspects of the role um, that maybe you weren't aware of before you took it do you find sort of stressful or difficult? What are the associated kind of um, challenges with the job? Challenges? Um, well, the, the working schedules that you have are, uh, are a challenge for, for some people. It would be a challenge for some people. In that obviously it's not a it's not a Monday to Friday nine to five kind of job. Mm-hmm. It's you, know, you work night shifts, you work weekends, you work bank holidays, even especially bands like bank holidays, Christmas, New Year's Eve, etc. There's some of our busiest times, so you can pretty much guarantee you're going to be working on those days. Mm-hmm. Um, so in, in terms of that side of things, it can't be it can't be a challenge. Um, but on the flip side of things, the way we work. Mm-hmm. Or you'll do four ten-hour shifts and have three days off. Roughly, that's how it works out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, although you you can do long shifts and you can do you know shifts through till seven a.m. in the morning, you know seven p.m. or seven a.m. You then you also get uh, on the flip side of that is you do get uh, well looked after with plenty of time off um, and, and plenty of time to rest and recover in between the shifts, which you do need. But it's uh, Thanks very much, James. Final question for you, because it's been, been really interesting talking to you. If you were to give any advice to uh, to anybody looking to get into this career, um, what 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 would you say to them, really? What would your advice be? Uh, 
Well, certainly, uh, as I said before, you need to work on your communication skills, uh, your IT skills, certainly things that need to be very much on point because you need to work fast, you need to work uh, efficiently uh, on the computers because obviously that's how we process a lot of things. Um, and you need to, uh, to to get into it. There's, there's you need to. Um, what can I say? I think I think hard hard work and, and reliability are two of the key things. You yeah. need to be flexible in terms of your working hours or your willingness to work in different kind of uh, different kind of patterns. Shall we say for most people, and you need to be um, you need to be resilient and you need to be uh, sort of emotionally mature enough. To be able to, to respond and handle some of the challenging things that we uh, that we have to deal with on a daily basis, but it's uh, but it is endlessly you know endless levels of variety, uh, endless levels of, uh, of kind of interest in learning about new things because you can find out new things or you hear new things or you get different and, and, and interesting things on a daily and weekly basis, uh, and ultimately you get the. Uh, job satisfaction of knowing that you're there to, uh, to help and care for people and, and do the very best for people and to, uh, to help them uh, to hopefully um, receive life-saving care from, uh, from our ambulance crews. Well, that was great. Thank you very, very much, James. It was, was really interesting listening to you and uh, hopefully... It was an honour. <laughs> hopefully it'll be... be... <laughs> hopefully it'll be valuable <laughs> to, uh, to some West School leaders. I hope so. I hope so. Absolutely, right. yeah. I mean, obviously, I work specifically in the, in the ambulance service, but careers within the NHS, there's, there's a huge variety of careers within the NHS, and even within the ambulance service, whether it's call handlers or paramedics or ambulance drivers, you know, there's there's a huge array of different things that you could, uh, that you could uh, go down and explore, so I'd, uh, I'd very much uh, recommend anyone who's of a caring nature and a caring disposition, um, absolutely, uh, look into NHS jobs and... Uh, and research for the future because it can be a very rewarding and, uh, and useful um, career. Okay, well, that's great. Thank you very, very much, and uh, hopefully that's been useful to all your listeners. Ta ta!